0: As your faith is, so be it unto you. As your faith is, my power is limitless. There are no boundaries to my work. I shall not faint at my word. You must believe. Grab hold and embrace my promise and know that I am a God who will fulfill and complete the work that I have started. But I must have your faith. Your faith will please me in the hour of darkness. You must relinquish doubt and discouragement. Not speak the things of the enemy. Give no place to his arguments against your God. Trust in me wholly. Lean upon me with all of your strength. And know that I am here to perfect a work of great deliverance. And I shall not fail, says God. Mm. come on praise him come on praise him we receive that word holy spirit we receive that word this morning we're encouraged we're edified we're built up in the holy faith as we've come together in your presence lord Pastor, leading the the flock, leading the charge, we say, God, show us, expose the enemy at every turn. Lord, we're tired of being knocked down and knocked out. We're not going to be the brunt of the jokes of this world, but we shall rise up in power. We shall rise up in victory. Lord, we will overcome because you have made us to overcome. You have called us out to overcome. A weak and beggarly church is not part of the true church. The true church can walk on the water. A true church can walk through the fire and not be burned. The true church can walk through the floods and there will not be any problem physically, spiritually, emotionally. When we trust in our God, He will move Heaven and earth. I asked him, I said, Lord, shake us up this morning. I just said it like 15 minutes ago. I said, Lord, let us see you and not one another. Get us out of our stupor, get us out of our slump. Get us out, Lord, and just going through the motion. I don't want to ever, I've told Gary this, and he agrees with me 100%. I don't ever want to walk in here and let's just go through the motion. Couple of songs, get the offering, pray a cute little prayer, and everybody get a sweet little message, and we all go home. How boring. I'd rather stay home and watch TV. I haven't come in here today. To entertain you, I haven't come in here today to reward you. I haven't come in here today to make you feel better. I've come in here to glorify and honor the only one who deserves the praise, the only one who deserves the glory, the only one and wise and omnipotent God who sits on the throne. We've not come in here to see one another. We've not come in here to baby one another. Uh, well, I don't know where this is going, but we'll see. He wants a church that is powerful. He wants a church that represents him well. Did you check out the the sky last night, the beautiful sun as it was setting. Did you see that beauty out there? Did you Have you seen the stars lately? Have you seen how he's got everything organized? I, I've been to Hawaii and I stood over there on Waikiki Beach and I saw the boundaries of the oceans as they came in and went back out and, and looked at the moon over palm trees. It was the most gorgeous thing ever and the Lord spoke to my heart. One night I was sitting under a tree just sitting there trying to do a little devotion and the Lord said, I did pretty good, didn't I? I said, it's beautiful. And he says, I don't do anything halfway. Amen. Hear me. Hear me, Kirk. He don't do anything halfway. God don't do anything halfway. Sometimes we lay down. Sometimes we give up. Sometimes we only go so far. Sometimes we keep God at an arm's length and at a distance. And we don't, we don't, wanna, we don't want anything. We, we just want to leave him over there where he's cute on mommy's fireplace mantle. And that cute little book she's got. And that cute little rocker she sits in when she sings her sweet little song. We like to keep God as far away as we can. But God says, I am a God of fire. I'm a God of power. I'm a God that can break every back of the enemy. He's a God that can take every twisted lie that the enemy has ever put in an ignorant human being's mind and he can turn truth and turn their life upside down God, who needs right now I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus every demonic force in the name of Jesus every lying, deceiving foul mouthed evil from hell I come against you this morning not in the name of a church not in the name of a preacher not in the name of a denomination I come this morning based on the rock Christ Jesus Jesus, I come in the name that is above every name, the name that can raise the dead, the name that can put to flight every demon in hell, every person who has ever been encumbered by his lies, everyone that can be set free, I come in that name. And I pray right now for the power of God. There's wars going on all over the world. I declare there's war going on in this sanctuary this morning. We declare war against the enemy, the liar, the deceiver, the foul stench of hell. For my angels are indeed on assignment. I have them with their orders and they are marching. I am in control, says God. Need not doubt. Need not be discouraged. Don't look to the left or to the right, but look unto me. I am the author. I am the finisher. I created the earth. I am in charge and I am in control. I shall be praised. Because my hand is upon you, you will see my victory. I have watched you. I have been there in the midnight hour. I am the one that will see you through. And you need not doubt not one minute. Know that I, the Lord, declare war on the enemy in your life. Wow. it's one thing when a preacher declares war and it's another thing when God says it God's after that enemy God's after the enemy that has attacked you deceived and tried to destroy he is coming how many of you love that the enemy is going down the enemy is going down there should be no fear in this house no fear in this house only faith because you know why You are part of the radiant, vibrant, virtuous, powerful church. You are part of the body of Christ. The world laughs at you. They make fun of you. Jesus said, they will hate you. He said, they hated me first. He says, but... Be of good cheer. Vicki, he said, I've overcome them. I've overcome the world. The only reason we're not walking on water this morning. That's well, because first there's no water in here. The only reason that you're still where you are in the fight and the struggle is because you've yet to truly open your eyes. Like the servant standing with Elisha, my prayer this morning is God, open the eyes of your servant so that they will see there are more that be for us than who be against us. We belong to the saints of God, the army of the Lord. And like David, when he looked into Goliath's face, He said, you come against me with your spear, with your sword, with your shield. He said, but I come at you. He looked down at a couple of rocks and a sling. and He said, I come at you in the name of the captain of the Lord's army. Victory. Victory is ours. Proverbs chapter thirty-one verse ten. I'm gonna go so fast, you're gonna have to keep up with me, and you're gonna think I'm crazy. This is my verse for today. My text for the one church series we're in. This is our like our fifth or sixth message. One church, one culture, on fire. A place for everyone. Everyone in its place. Freedom of speech. Speech that is free, we talked about words last week. Father's Day, we talked about in His image. In the first week we did one church, we talked about a transformed life. This morning, one church, the radiant, glorious, virtuous church. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 10. Note, I didn't say it wrong. We're going to look at this scripture That most all of you cherish and have on a plaque and have on a little pillow. And you carry it around in your Bible with a cute little flower on it because it's a girly thing. And you save this for Mother's Day as you get your sweet little gifts. And it all says, Mom, you're a Proverbs 31 woman. And I don't doubt it. And I think there's some good truth in that. John, your mom, is a Proverbs 31 woman, no problem. But I believe this morning, you're going to learn something else. There's a mystery in Proverbs 31. There's a hidden meaning in those verses. And mama, I'm afraid you're going to have to share. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? That's my text. Lord, we ask you to touch and minister, challenge us today by your word. Let your work be accomplished in this house, and we thank you for what you've done already. I sense the armies of God, I sense them already busy doing work. I already feel like faith has risen in the sanctuary, and God, that true there there have been some true warriors of God who have broke through. Hallelujah. And some things have been accomplished in the spirit that they weren't even planning on. But it's happened in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for it, God. In your name we pray. Amen. can be seated. Every year I read as Liz has challenged us to different Bible versions and and that's what I do. She asks us to join her in reading the Bible through every year. Our church has been doing this for a long time. Don't even know how long we've been doing it. For years and years and years. We come together every year and read the Bible together. I hope that you're doing that. Uh Liz challenges you with that, and, and I challenge you to be a part of that. What I do is I like to choose a different Bible all the time. I've read the Chronological Bible. I've read the Apologetic Bible. I've done Dake's Bible. I've done all these different Bibles. I've chosen several different ones that I've used. The Rainbow Bible from way back in the day had all the highlight colors in it. It is a beautiful Bible, and I, I've done all of those things. And this year, I chose something called the Passion Bible. Passion, it's a passion version, a translation. Now, I realize that it's not the King James. And we all know that Moses brought down the King James version from the mountain. No, he didn't. (laughs) But while we hold that as a standard and a measure for us, and, and I do as well, I read that quite often next to these other versions to just see if they're at least talking like King James did. But this one, I, I like it. I, I've been curious about it, and I've been reading some, from it, and I've been you know, following through on this. And, and I came across Proverbs 31. Who can find a virtuous woman? I read this in the King James for you so that you'd feel comfortable. For her price is far above rubies. And as I was reading through that, I've been mulling over it for a couple of weeks, actually, because it was my devotion time, and I didn't think it would be connected to our One Church series, but here you are. It's connected. Part of the reason is because as I was reading through it, the Lord kept doing something He's done to me many times through the years as a pastor and as a youth pastor. Every now and again I'll be reading through a passage of Scripture. I hope this happens to you, but I'll be reading through something I've read many times and all of a sudden I'll feel the prompting of the Holy Spirit and He'll speak to my heart and He'll say, there's something in that I want you to see. Read it again. And so I'll read it again. And it's happened many different times that I'll, I'll read it and I won't get it. And so I'll just keep reading it. And then I'll stop and he'll say, read it again. And I'll read it again. And I've gone over. You know, the word is living. You, you don't, maybe you don't know that. Maybe you just think it's a book with pages and that's all it is. This is the Bible says the word is alive. It's a living thing. This thing speaks every time I read it. I may read Psalm 23 tomorrow and it'll say something different to me than it's ever said before because it's so relevant to my current moment. It's crazy how living this word is. So I'm reading through Proverbs 31 and I'm reading it over and over again. I'm trying to get it and trying to get it. And the Lord says, there's a hidden meaning. There's a mystery. There's a mystery in there. I want you to see it. I want you to see it. And I'm like, oh, I'm reading it. I'm going over it. And I'm like, no, it's grandma. It's mama. It's mother's. It's Mother's Day. What is this? It's, it's mom. And the Lord says, you don't get it. And I'm, I'm knowing there's more. Knowing there's more. And I should have just done what everybody else does. I should have just got on and said, what is the deeper meaning of Psalm 31 in Google? <laughs> because somebody has already figured it out somewhere. I've found that the Lord tends to speak things. And, and when he's speaking globally, he's speaking to the church. I, I'm just thrilled. I, last week, I, I spoke on speech that is free. That was mine, man. That, that was my message. I was gonna take Independence Day and, and turn it into something amazing. And I, I was studying and preparing and reading the word and thinking about and going back. I even had a whole bunch of stuff I didn't even tell you about Independence Day and and Benjamin Franklin and, and George Washington. I was gonna bring all that into and make them all Holy Ghost filled by the end of the service. Just kidding. But I I, I got done with that service and and I was walking out and I got in the car and I was just like, hmm, f- speech that's free. That was great, Ray. That's awesome. You know, you, you did a, that. That was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're doing. You're not the best preacher in the world, but but that message right there, somebody else could really make that powerhouse. I mean, it was awesome. And I'm like, you could go to the White House and preach that one. Then I get a text. I get a text from somebody and they're just like. Uh, This was on Monday, and 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 on Sunday afternoon, I get a text from Cameron. And Cameron, which, by the way, we're we're praying for our young people. I meant to announce this at the offering. Uh, Team One has already left for Oklahoma to minister at the youth camps there this week. So we want to keep our youth in prayer, our leaders in prayer this week. How many of you will pray every day for our young people as they're on mission down in Oklahoma? Don't forget to do that. We'll keep that on our social media so that you know uh, to do that. But Cameron calls me, and he's just like, hey, man, you gotta, you got to check out Jensen Franklin. He just preached a message, and one of his points was on the power of your words. And I was just like, oh, well, that's, that's awesome. He was like, man, yeah, how about that? You just preached that this morning? And I'm like, wow, that, that's really great. That's cool. And, then I, and part of me was just like, well, did Jensen Franklin hear my message? <laughs> just kidding. He said, oh, it was part of one of his points. It wasn't like the whole message. It was just in his points. It was like, oh, that's fine. It's good. I'm glad. I said, man, it's kind of good to know the Lord is speaking the same thing, you know, everywhere else. And then the next morning on Monday, I get a text from somebody else. He's like, wow, check out Joyce Meyer. She's preaching on the power of your words in a positive tongue and be be positive. And, And I'm just like, really? And they're like, yeah, she's doing part one and part two tomorrow. I'm just like, wow, I'll have to check it out. And part of me was just like, hmm. And then it just dawned on me, and, and the Lord got a hold of me, and he said, he said, would you rather be preaching something different, or would you like to hear what I've got to say to the church? And immediately, gratitude filled my soul and my heart, and I spent great time in prayer, and I wasn't nearly as, uh, as um, attitude-filled as I am coming across now. It's more for drama that I'm doing that for you. No, but I had a a grateful heart, and I was happy that the Lord, I considered it a blessing that the word that he's speaking to the body, he's speaking to all of us, that there's something that he wants to get across to everybody. And last week was important. I, I sense, and I've sensed all week long, it's still important, and you haven't heard the end of that. You better watch your words. Amen's a good word got to watch your words, watch your confession, watch what you're saying, watch what you're speaking. We speak words of life or we speak words of death. You can speak words of death over your situation. Some people don't get out of the hole they're in because they haven't talked right. They've talked discouraged and talked down and doubt. So that's another message. I'm not going to go there. So I was, I was thankful to the Lord that, that there is, if any one of you comes to me and tells me that somebody else is, though, I'm I mean it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. But I'm reading through this, and I believe the Lord has rubies that are waiting for us this morning. A word about this one church series that we're in. In the Passion Bible that I was reading, there was a little note at the end there, and it it said what caught my attention, and the Lord was like bingo. And the little commentary that they had under the verse, it said, the subject is the perfect bride, the virtuous woman. And I was like, immediately my mind went to the bride of Christ. Deeper meaning, the mystery, the hidden message the Lord was showing us Showing many others, I'm sure, that this represents the virtuous woman, represents that radiant church I was telling you about. That if you reread that in light of the church, it'll get you excited. It paints a portrait of this woman this amazing beautiful bride and unbeknownst to us it's as if the Lord himself inspiring the king to write these things painted a portrait of the church and who we're to be the deeper meaning the bride, the virtuous woman is his church you see she's unnamed. This woman is perfect. I mean, I don't know how many of you ladies have gone to Mother's Day messages or Mother's Day conferences or going to to mother-daughter banquets and they pulled out Proverbs 31, which is a good thing to do because it it doesn't take away from the fact that there's a hidden meaning in something. That just means it's it's an allegory. It means you're, you're saying something. It's like when, back years ago, the Lord wanted me to see a deeper meaning in, in Abraham, going up the mountain to take his son Isaac, and, and he had two men on either side with a donkey and the wood on the side, and they were taking the, the sacrifice up, up to the top of the hill, and we get up there, and the Lord is just like, there, there's something deeper in here for you, and I'm like, yes, I see the temptation, the, the test that Abraham passed, I see that, but then he's like, no, there's more, and I'm like, okay, well, I see the shadow of the cross, I see Jesus in the I see the whole scenario played out, Lord, that's the deeper meaning, that's the hi- historical allegory of this, of this, of this story, that, that's what it is, and, and the Lord was like, no, there's still something else, read it again, and I would read it over and over and over again, until finally it, got a, it came across, I saw, and I got stuck on the words where it said, and Abraham was a friend of God. Abraham was a friend of God, and that kept resonating in my spirit until the Lord spoke to me and said, I had him there, he was there, He relate. I relate with my people, I love my people, I want relationship with my people. And he made it very clear that on the day that he gave up his son, that he sacrificed his son at Calvary's cross, there was somebody standing right there that knew exactly what he was going through. And I was just like, no, no. And the Lord said, Abraham was my friend. He's my friend. The deeper meaning in this is, yes, it's good for the virtuous woman. It's good f- to put in front of you ladies. It's good for this to be something that inspires a wife and a mother and a grandmother, a godly woman. It's, it's all those things, but there's something Deeper in there when you reread it. Proverbs 31 is about a mysterious woman, an unnamed woman who's just about perfect. She's perfect. She gets up early. She goes to the loom and makes the, the claws for her kids to close it. All the fine linens of her house. She, she gets up and she bakes. She goes to bed and she, she sets the dinner at night. She does all these beautiful, wonderful things. This virtuous, beautiful woman. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband praises her in the gates. It's amazing when you look at this perfect woman. And how many times, if you were honest, would you say you walked away from a Mother's Day message and said, I'll never be that. You can be that church. Let's read it. Take a few minutes and read down through this from the Passion. The Passion Bible because I love the the wording that it uses. Listen to what it says. And this time don't think of your grandmother when I read it. Don't think of your mom. Think of the bride of Christ. Listen. Who could ever find a wife like this one? She's a woman of strength and mighty valor. She's full of wealth and wisdom. The price paid for her was greater than many jewels. Her husband has entrusted his heart to her, for she brings him the rich spoils of victory. All throughout her life, she brings him what is good and not evil. She searches out continually to possess that which is pure and righteous. She delights in the work of her hands. She gives out revelation truth to feed others. Oh, this is so good. She's like a trading ship bringing divine supplies from the merchant straight from heaven, bringing them to the people, feeding them, taking care of them. Her, she loves to do good. She stays away from evil. These beautiful things, she's more priceless, greater than many jewels that could be paid for her. Even in the night season, she rises and sets food on the table for hungry ones in her house and for others. She sets her heart upon a nation and takes it as her own, carrying it within her. She labors there to plant the living vines. She wraps herself in strength, might, power in all of her works. There's no room for a weak, whimpering, whining church. She tastes and experiences a better substance... And her her shining light will not be extinguished no matter how dark the night. She stretches out her hands to help the needy. She lays hold of the wheels of government. She is known by her extravagant generosity to the poor. For she always reaches out her hands to those in need. She is not afraid of tribulation. For all her household is covered in the dual garments of righteousness and grace. Her clothing is beautifully knit together. A purple gown of exquisite linen join heirs with Jesus Christ and part of the royal family. Her husband is famous and admired by all. Yes, amen. Sitting as the venerable judge of his people, even her works of righteousness she does for the benefit of her enemies. Bold power and glorious majesty are wrapped around her as she laughs with joy over the latter days. Her teachings are filled with wisdom and kindness as loving instruction pours from her lips. She watches over the ways of her household and meets every need they have. Her sons and daughters arise in one accord to extol her virtues. And her husband arises to speak of her in glowing terms. There are many valiant and noble ones, but you have ascended above them all. Charm can be misleading and beauty is vain. And so quickly fades. But this virtuous woman, this glorious, radiant church lives in the wonder, awe, and fear of the Lord. She will be praised throughout eternity. So go ahead and give her the credit that is due. For she has become a radiant woman. And all her loving works of righteousness deserve to be admired at the gateways of every city. His bride, not called to whimper around, stumbling, weak. Not called to hide, to bow her head, to walk through the city streets as if she's ashamed. That's why Paul said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power. The power of God. All throughout Scripture, we see this. But now, we've got a portrait that's been painted. I told the early service, I would love to have a beautiful painting of the church with the inscription, Who can find a virtuous woman? This is the church. Can you imagine what would happen in this community? Can you imagine what would happen under the... Just if the people under the sound of my voice were to get this. If we were to truly understand this is what he says over you. This is what he declares over you. This is what he said. This is the virtuous, godly woman. This is her. This is my church. This is the radiant, fire-filled, spirit-filled church. This is what we are to be if we could rise up today Throw off the fetters and the chains. Throw off all of the garbage that weighs us down. All the baggage that keeps us weak. If we could just get a glimpse of who we are in Christ. And we would stand in the powerful mood. We would be priceless. A treasure for the work of God. There's demons literally walk around with attitudes because the church whimpers around being weak. Notice it says, it talks about how charm can be misleading. And beauty is vain and so quickly. Man, some churches, it's just all about the party. It's all about, hey, just come here, feel good. I read, I feel like I'm on the kids show or something. I read a doctrine from a church and I'm not going to take time to put down anybody else. Everybody's in different places in their journey. But they said, you don't have to believe anything to come here. Just come. I'm just like, well, what good is that? I can join the why and at least get a workout. Charm is misleading. Misleading. It's a lie. It's deception. We're here today because of truth. Absolute truth. It's not questionable. It's not compromisable. We don't negotiate with the enemy. Truth. Truth that sets us free. Truth that will transform your life, change you overnight. There is not a devil in hell that can take you as deep as hell itself and come out and get an advantage over one drop of the blood of Jesus Christ. He is powerful and mighty, and there is not a devil. There is not Satan himself is afraid of him. Satan himself had to flee from him in the wilderness, and Jesus didn't even have to sucker punch him. All he did was say, um, "It's written." My dad said, "He was out." somehow we've watched way too many episodes of Twilight Zone and we've watched way too many movies and we all walk around like the devil ooh (laughs) we've been messed up here and it's gone to here and we talk more fear Then we talk faith. But if you and I will stand up today, shake ourselves, walk right up to the devil himself if we have to, and declare that we are victorious over him. We've already won the war. We are not have to fight the war. We've already won the war. He wants to keep you running around in circles looking like you, you don't know what you're doing. He wants you to look and continue to look weak. He wants you to continue to live a life complaining. He wants to, you to stay in this mode where it's all me, 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 me. I didn't get recognized. I didn't get a certificate. I didn't get that position. I. What about me? What about me? Oh, I, she got it. Why did he get it? Why did they get away with it? All that messy stuff that says we are weak, wimpy, whining, complaining brats. When we would just get a vision of who we are in the power of the almighty God, we can run through a troop, leap over a wall, We can drink any deadly thing and it will not hurt us. He said, the radiant bride, the church, the virtuous woman, said that even the gate of hell itself won't prevent her. Nothing can stop the glorious church. Except when we all just... Amanda, would you please pray for me? The devil's just been on my back all day. He scared me this morning. Oh, poo. (laughs) We are the church. Imagine what would happen in this city if this bride, this virtuous woman were to stand up with eyes of faith and see the beautiful picture. To see that she's made herself ready. To see that there's a everything is there. You know, a, a lady comes in to get married here at the church and she she likes to come in, and we've got a room set up and a um, full-length mirror, and, and they've got all the decorations, and everything's all set. The family's brought all kinds of decor and all kinds of things. She's got something old, something blue, something here, something there. She's got all this all put together, and everything's ready. The bride has made herself ready. She's all, all together. I always tell them when we come in for the rehearsal, now, now don't nobody speak to the bride. She and Bambi are going to be back there with ribbons, just put it all in her hair. She don't need no stress. It's her day. Everybody leave her alone. She, just, she wants a smile. And if you want to do her nails, you do her nails. But don't give her no stress. I always tell people that it's the bride's day. Man, the bride, when she makes herself ready. It's like Esther who went 12 months getting ready for her presentation to the king. When you and I totally will get an idea and a vision and a picture of who we really are. Who we really are in these last days. Because we've been duped. Man, we've been stooped. That's a better word. We have been done in. We've been deceived. The enemy is trying to get you to back up, sit down, and lay down, and be a zero in this work that's happening in these last hours. But he said, I will pour out my spirit in the last days. And I, my sons and my daughters, they'll prophesy and the power of God is ready to do the work of heaven and he's been made ready he told us I've got a picture of her she literally is she is perfect she's extravagant she's fired she's a mighty woman man of valor that's the church can't even imagine i've already been praying you know because i've already got this in my heart got it in my spirit i've already been praying lord make us the virtuous bride make us that virtuous woman make this church make her shine in the city god we don't want to do it halfway i used to love what brother Watkins would preach when he'd get up here he he was just adamant he'd hang on to his pockets and he'd stand over here and he'd say i don't want no little cabin in glory I said, when i get to heaven i'm gonna i want a mansion He said, because on this earth, I don't plan to waste one minute. He said, when I get there, I'm going to have everything. I'm going to do as much as I can do between now and then. So I can only imagine what happened when he walked through there. I'm sure Peter said, no cabin here. He said, I don't like that song. He told Gary, he said, don't you ever sing that song. Just want a little cabin in glory. He said, I don't want no little cabin. Said I'm gonna work. I'm gonna sacrifice. I'm gonna fast. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna be filled with the Spirit. I'm gonna fight every devil that comes across my path. I'm gonna get there when I get there. I'm coming through as a champion. I'm coming through as a boxing glorious champion. I'm gonna be a warrior for God. And when I get there, they they'll have so much lined up for me that I'll have when we get before Him. He used to talk. I'm gonna take every bit of it. I want as much as I can. I'm not just gonna stand there and throw my little crown at His feet when the when the, we're at the great white throne. He said. I'm taking all of my rewards, and I'm going to hurl them over at his feet. I'm telling you, we are the church. We are a radiant, fire-breathed, God-almighty-empowered church, and we need to stand up and start fighting like it. Say amen or say oh me. He's given us a portrait of the church, and i got to quit. Help me. If you play, I land a plane. We're difference makers. We want God's attention. This, this bride, this virtuous woman, she got the attention of God. He said, who can find this woman? What does she look like, Lord? Well, let me take 22 verses to tell you. She's perfect. She gets up early. She takes care of her family. She's generous. She works hard. She gets up early. She stays late. She makes her food. She makes the clothes. She don't go buy them at Walmart. She makes them. This woman is outstanding. She's praised in the gates. Her children rise up and call her blessed. This woman is perfect. She's virtuous. Her price is priceless. They no amount of money, no amount of jewels anywhere can pay for her. to know that he's talking about us. Guys, he's talking about us. Church, he's talking about us. Not afraid of the devil. Oh, I'm not going to fight him on my own. I'm also not stupid. But like David, I come at you in the name i come at you in the name i come with the power jesus said john you baptize me with water i'm coming and i'm gonna baptize with fire the virtuous woman who can find her job got his attention god looked down and Saul, what was happening, the sons of men were coming, the angels to present themselves to the Lord, and the devil walks in. I don't know how that works. Theology, study it. God looks over at the devil and says, have you considered my servant Job? Job got God's attention. My prayer last night as I was mealing over all this, Lord... Not for selfish gain, not for me, but as part of the church. I want you to know where we are. I want you to consider us. I want you to see us. I want to get your attention. I want your eye to be on Stratford Heights. Not because of who we are, not because we're Church of God, not because you got a preacher that that, that is not wearing a tie this morning. Not because of who we are, because our choir sings, but because we are His bride. We're virtuous. We serve. We give. We don't whine and complain about it. We, We serve until we're exhausted. We're the last one to go out. We're the first one to get here. We can't hardly contain our desire and our energy and our excitement at being able to to feed and to visit and to minister and to give. We don't need the preacher to pat us on the back. We don't need a certificate. I don't need a position. I don't want it for that reason. I don't need it for that reason. I want to gain the attention of heaven. I want the balconies of glory to say, there's one. There's like... a I see a Ruth. I see a, a, a Esther over here. I, I see a Deborah and a Priscilla. I see them. There they are. I want the attention of heaven. I want to win the favor of the Lord's eye upon me. Don't you? Don't you? Stand with me this morning. My prayer is that we catch his eye. That we be the glorious, radiant church he talks about. I want you to read it and read it and read it. Go over it. Because I want you to see that that's who we are. That's the church. That's who we're supposed to be. And where we're failing in that, we need to pursue it, right? It was Paul that said, oh, that I may know him. In the fellowship of his sufferings, conformed to his image transformed I want to know him the power of his resurrection I want to know him I want him to know me with every head bowed and every eye closed this morning are you on the winning side Let me ask it again, are you on the winning side? Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. He's coming back for a bride. Are you part of the body of Christ? Are you part of the family of the Lord? Is he coming back for you? Or have you been deceived? Are you lost? Can't find your way? Don't know what to do? The enemy's told you you can't change. Nothing can happen. You're too far gone. There is, I'm sorry, there is no way that's true. No way. If you're here and you need Jesus And you would pray a prayer with us That's our first prayer today Then just slip your hand up and right back down We're going to pray a prayer of salvation with you God bless you Is there anybody else I want to pray a prayer today pastor I want to pray with you I want Christ in my life I want to accept him today I want things to be made right I want to go to heaven I don't want to be lost Is there anyone else God bless you I see you God bless you anyone else hands are being lifted people are praying Christians are praying right now enemies not allowed to lie to you not allowed to keep you back it's got to go down who's free in their mind to make a clear and smart decision anybody else one more alright we're going to pray this prayer if you lifted your hand I want you to pray it with me but everybody's going to help you if you didn't lift your hand but you still want to pray it i think i think between you and the lord that'll work just pray it let's pray together let's pray church jesus come into my life forgive me of my sins i accept you as my savior i call you my lord be the lord over my life i believe you died on the cross That you rose again. That you bought my salvation. And I receive it from you. Be the Lord of my life. Help me to be strong. Living every day. Until you come for me. In Jesus name. Thank you son of God. Amen. 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 God bless you. Our pastor over Crosswalk Discipleship Ministry for New Converts is Melissa Grawl. She's right here. She's going to lift her hand. She'll be out in the lobby, or someone will be standing at the small group's table. They want to give you some information to help you with your new walk with Jesus, give you some free resource and information. Just talk to you for a minute. Please go by there and let, let us as a church help you to become strong in Jesus. Church, we're, Richard's going to come, but we're going to pray. Let's want one more prayer. I'm giving you a homework assignment I haven't done it in a while Thelma, you got homework I want you to read that Verses 10 through 31 in Proverbs 31, I want you to read that Several times this week And I want you to write down Every place Where it tells you, gives you a description Of the church How it fits into you And I together as the church One church So I want you to do that this week, and then I want you to keep that list in your Bible. If it kills us, I want to be the radiant, virtuous bride of Christ as he meant her to be.